Welcome to the Christ and All podcast. My name is Taylor Easley, and on today's episode, Pastor Chad sits down with Illumine and Lydia Aluko to discuss a little bit about Nigerian culture. They talk about food, family, and what it's like to be a Christian in their home country. I hope you enjoy. Well, today is a special day. I am so thankful to have the Alukos here with me, Alumide. Uh, it is so good to have you and Lydia. It is good to have you as with with us as well. And so, uh, I know that you are y'all are both from uh, Nigeria. And so, I want to know more about your culture, more about what it looks like to follow Christ. Uh, how did you get here? All those kind of things. So we'll just jump right in with some questions. But before I even do that, how are you both doing today? Are you good? Yes, I'm doing well. Excellent, Thank you, Pastor. <laughs> I'm good. Excellent. Excellent. Okay, so tell us about your family and your faith journey. Okay. Uh, I guess I can go first. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I grew up uh, in Nigeria and uh, came to the U.S. in 2005. And uh, for a family of five, we have five kids and dad, mom, you know, been home. Really grew up in the church. Um, I mean, all my life, I've always been to church, you know, gave my life to, you know, to Christ much later, but uh, I've always been around, you know, mm-hmm. in church and uh, back in Nigeria. And that's another thing that I'm probably going to talk about later. I would say Nigeria is a very, you know, kind of like religious, you know, mm-hmm. country. Sure. Um, you know, you have almost equally split between uh, Christians and Muslims. Okay. Uh very few percentage of people have no religion. So most people would, you know, go to church, you mm-hmm. know, or go to mosque or whatever. You know, sure. it's almost 50%, you know, 46% Christians and 46% Muslims in the in the country. So kind of like really grew up, you know, going to church, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, being involved in church, uh, give my life to, to Jesus later. Uh, but, you know, we, we really, you know, just... Uh, just just yeah. did just did that and i think i really even though i gave my life to christ earlier uh, when i was probably around 12 but i would say you know when i came to you know to to the us mm-hmm. when i went to school in college you know became joined like a group uh intervasty christian fellowship mm-hmm. that was really when you know i i would say you know i was like really growing i can mm-hmm. really see myself like really growing sure. you know some more so it's uh so that's kind of like you know how you know my journey yeah, yeah. yeah what okay. about you lydia well <clears throat> i i came from a polygamous family which my dad has um can i say four in total four uh, wives, four uh-huh. wives okay. and um i have eight siblings yeah. so in total we are all nine um, they do go to church, but I remember is my mom that take me. I grew up from a Baptist family. My mom is the one that actually got involved in church that goes to church pretty much. Uh, but my dad will go the first Sunday of the year. Okay. And the rest is at home, so uh-huh. I can't say it's more of like his salvation with mm-hmm. Christ is that deep. But he just believe okay, go to church on Sunday, and like only me they say, uh-huh. you know, is that you are a Christian? Or a Muslim. So for people to know he's a Christian, he will go on Sunday, okay. first Sunday in the One year. One time. That way One he could time. say he was a Christian. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you you came in 2005 to the States, 
And uh, a little while ago, you told me you came maybe in 2009. 2009. Did you come for Illumide? <laughs> or did y'all meet when you got here? How did that? How, tell us a little bit about that. Okay, I think um, maybe probably go on me to cross the Atlantic Ocean to meet my husband <laughs> here. Actually, I came as an exchange student. Okay. In 2009, I came to represent my school at Mississippi State University. So yeah. that's why I'm here in the United States. Okay. But in the process, I met my husband. So instead of going back to Nigeria, I have to stay with him. Yes, here. this is good. So, <laughs> yeah. So I came here also for school. Okay. I went to school in Tennessee, University of Tennessee. And, you know, I came to Mississippi after I graduated for job uh, for, for work. And funny enough, I came in December 2010. And Lydia was leaving Mississippi in December 2010, going to North Carolina for a master's yeah. program. And, you know, we never knew each other, right, until like maybe two years later. And she thought she's never going to come back to Mississippi. But, you know, <laughs> as God would have it, yes. <laughs> you know, we met through like, uh, you know, a friend, yeah. know, a common friend. And, you know, that's how you yeah. know, we kind of met and just got together and got married. We, we got married actually here in the United States in, in Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so in tell us a little bit about how you ended up at Colonial Heights because with Tennessee and North Carolina and Mississippi State and all of that, how did you end up here at Colonial Heights? I could speak a little to that. Um, I think it's just really God working things out because to be honest, you know, like she said, you know, she grew up like Baptist. Mm -hmm. I didn't. I didn't want to go to Baptist. Yeah. I didn't know so much, right? But uh, the church we were going to before, we felt like we needed a change. Uh, we didn't know where to go, uh, where God was going to lead us. Uh, but one thing was important to me. I'm like, yeah, while we're trying to figure this out, I know we're kind of growing a little, but I want the kids to really, mm -hmm. you know, have a place where they can continue to grow. And that's why, and I really think, you know, the, the weekly preschool ministry is mm -hmm. really awesome. Yeah. Because our kids actually went there. So we okay. So we kind of trusted, you know, that they would take care of our kids. So while we're trying to figure this out, let the kids go there. And also, we've, you know, we came for like the Easter program mm -hmm. they used to have. So we knew, kind of like knew the church, but not part of the church. Yeah. So we said, okay, yeah, this Sunday we're going to visit, right? And we came and we just liked it yeah, <laughs> and good. we just stayed. So that's how we kind of find ourselves here at Colonial Heights. So tell me how many, well, I know, but tell us how many kids do you have and what are their ages? We have three kids uh, from eight, seven, and two. Eight, seven, and two. And uh, the, the older two, this is who you're referring to, they were in the weekday preschool that's program. That's right. Right? And then from that, you to say, okay, we're going to try a Sunday, and you, you liked when you, when you came, right? Yep. Good. Uh, a side note, I'm really excited uh, because uh, the Sunday after this is recorded, um, I get to, to be a part of their baptism, That's and right. so as God has uh, so graciously saved them. So what a, what a good gift. So you come to Colonial Heights, and if I remember right, uh, y'all jumped into a life group uh, with Randy Cress. Is that, that right? That is right. Yeah. And I would say for me to, I mean, that was, uh, that was because honestly, when we came, like, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to like it. Mm -hmm. And I was honest with how we're just going to, you know, look around. Sure. You know. But when we came to the life group, uh, you know, I think it was just really God ordained. Yeah. And we went up, you know, 
met them. I mean, they were like really cool yeah. and loved the people. You know, I mean, Herod was so nice, and you know, and also the teaching was so mm-hmm. good. Like a life group, I'm like, yeah, it's like get that much stuff a life group when you go to church. You get that much stuff. I'm like this is really good, right? Good. So, I mean, so just getting to know them, yeah. right? And you know, and just you know, having some friends. Uh, you know, that, you know, re- we felt really cared, you know, after yeah. us. I think that was very important for us. Good. Okay, so so tell us, uh, I'll start with, with you, Lydia. Tell us some about the, the Nigerian culture. Tell us about uh, food and family and just how, what, like, what is that like? Obviously, it's different than here, but in what ways? I think <coughs> Nigeria... The family, I think I love it here in United States more because the family are more, it looks like they are more united. Like when you see couples, you can tell that, okay, they love each other. Okay. But in Nigeria, actually things are changing, but when I was growing up, it's like the dad is the head and whatever he says, that's it. It's uh-huh. the final. And the wives, most of the time, don't. they are not carried along most of the time. Uh-huh. And with the kids, you are always afraid to speak to your dad most of the time. Okay. Things are changing, like I said, you know, t- people are being exposed and mm-hmm. travel. But when I was growing up, it's like you can't look into your daddy's eyes. So one thing that is different is I like it that children can express themselves to their parents here. Mm-hmm. That they are not afraid to say, okay, that that is wrong. Oh, mom, I think you didn't do that right. You know, mm-hmm. you taught us this and all that. You cannot confront your parent. Okay. And it's more of like cultural thing. You feel like, okay, they are the head and it's like, they say it, you do it. Yeah, yeah. And respect okay. is one thing. Well, it's quite different here. We use, when you have someone, just like you mentioned, the Randy Crest family, mm-hmm. They are, as my parents age, they are like my parents age. Sure. In my culture, most of the time when you see people like that, you might want to call them dad too. Okay. Because that's the culture. You feel like, okay, they are older. These are head early people. You have to give them respect. Uh-huh. And if you don't call them dad or something, you have to use sir and ma. Uh-huh. When you relate with them, you can't just tell, oh, I can't just say Randy. Right, no, right. You cannot do that. Yeah. They will feel like you are not well trained. Sure. But the culture is is like okay, it's different here because you you are free to talk to them. I think it kind of build that is why the relationship is kind of deeper here. Why because of the gap of you can talk to them anyhow so the p- children can have more closer relationship yeah. with their parents. But just because you can relate with them, you see them as your friend. So it's much easier to tell them what you're going through mm-hmm. and all that. So yeah. with the food, hmm. <laughs> when I got here, it was a little bit challenging, but ten, I had my uncle that traveled to Germany. So he already advised me that when you are going, make sure you go with some Nigerian food <laughs> while you are adjusting. So yes. that was a big one. And I have to adjust to eating their food. Yeah, yeah. I try to taste new food. I live with Americans when I got here to United States. So we is a four bedroom apartment. So we stayed there. So I introduced them to Nigerian food, yeah. even though they are Caucasian, they eat Nigerian food. I, I mean, and I hate their food. So from there, they tried to teach me how to cook some American yeah. food. And 
But I know one of our delicacies is jollof rice. There is no how you come from Nigeria. Most of the time you want to eat. We call it jollof rice. I might have to prepare one of that. Yes, I'm, a, I'm already <laughs> excited about this. Okay, so I thought I was going to ask, what was the what is the dish you, you missed the most? But it is, what, say it again, jollof rice? Oh, okay. I don't know what that is, but I feel like I should try it. Uh, yeah, so what, what is it made of? Uh, it's actually rice and tomato sauce, but we have some apps in there like thymes and curry okay. and uh, different stuff. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, that was very interesting what you talked about with uh, kind of the older adults kind of all being dad or ma in that sir or ma or uh, there's a uh, in in another culture uh, if you don't if you don't know the the older person a lot of times you call them uncle so everybody that's, is like an uncle it's the same uh, thing in same Nigeria. kind of thing yeah it's the same thing in Nigeria and I think like she said respect is a really big thing uh, like for example when I wake up in the morning, I have to, you know, grip my dad and prostrate. Okay. Right. And the ladies, they kneel down, right, to greet the, you know, their parents or like someone. every morning. Every morning, right? Uh, you know, you have to do that. That's kind of like uh it's feeling the Yoruba culture. So that that's another thing in Nigeria. Nigeria is so diverse. We're, we're Yorubas. Uh, you know, we have other, you know, Nigerian friends, Akonia mm -hmm. Ait, who are like Igbo, right? Okay. So that's what I was going to ask people group right. wise. So yeah, very, yeah. So it's very diverse, and we have over 100 you know, different languages wow, yeah. in Nigeria, you know, including like Yoruba, which is what we speak. We have like people that speak uh, Igbo, right? And you know, we have like some friends mm -hmm. at church that speak yeah. that. And we have like, you know, Ausers, you know, who are like in the north, right? right, the, right. Mostly in the north. I mean, so, and Edo, I mean, so many different languages yeah. are spoken. Uh, and because of that, you know, kind of like the national, the common language in Nigeria is, you know, is is English. So the different, you know, groups, the the cultures are very different, even for like the, you know, the Igbos have, you know, slightly different cultures, sure. you know, than us. I mean, so it's very diverse. Yeah, it so depends, it's different language, sometimes right. different clothing, that's sometimes correct. different, all of these kind of things, right? That's correct. So that's different and, cultures. And would, uh, like when you met, uh, some of our church members here from uh, a different tribe. Could could you are y'all are you able to speak their language as well? Like, do y'all happen or do they know yours at all? Uh, maybe a few words okay. here and there, right? But we we all speak in English. English, so but, that, yeah, yeah. But they you know they say like last week you know my mom is actually visiting, so she's around. Yeah. So one of the you know Nigerian uh, you know. Uh, guys here yeah. was you know greeting my mom in like Yoruba she said I remember that right yeah. I mean, so you kind of like know you yeah. know some words and sure. there but you know but we kind of speak in English yeah, yeah okay together. um I, I remember being uh so I have never been to Nigeria I've been to Niger which is okay neighboring country that's right uh and some of those tribes overlap they're in both both countries but I our translator spoke like eight languages because he he had to talk to all of those different groups and it, it was always astounding to me that that he knew two much less that he knew three or four or five or whatever um okay so tell us a little bit then about uh, you you talked about that there's about half and half uh christian or muslim uh, but tell us a little bit about what it's like to be a follower of christ in two settings one in nigeria 
But then here, what it's like to be uh, a follower of Christ as a Nigerian in in the United States. Does that make sense? So just what is that, how does that play out? What does that look like? All right. Uh, so for me, uh, being a follower of Christ in, in, in Nigeria, like I mentioned, you know, it's almost... It depends on on how you. See. It depends on where you are, right? When I was growing up, when I went to college, a little I went to college a little bit in Nigeria, and we go to church, right? We have Bible studies. You do that, and because we're from, I was I grew up like kind of like in the southwest, so it was predominantly Christian. So there's not a lot of the persecution that you hear about, like in the Northern mm-hmm. part where, you know, you have Christians and they're facing a lot of, you know, uh, persecutions from the Muslims and, and okay. all that. So it, it was just like, you know, growing to, going to church, you know, I, I, I was a non-denominational. So, uh, but we believe in Jesus that that's, mm-hmm. you know, you have to, you know, have faith in Christ. That's the only way to salvation and all that kind of stuff. I mean, so just growing up, that's all, you know, we kind of knew. So it was really easy, you know, to be a Christian. And also because of, you know, a lot of the, you know, even government, you know, everything, almost a lot of the policies are kind of like maybe Christian or like Muslims in the North. Like, for example, in the North, they have like the Sharia law. Uh-huh. Like in the South, I mean, everybody. So most of the policies are Christian, even though like you, know, you definitely have a lot of other issues in Nigeria with leadership mm-hmm. and, you know, corruption and all that kind of stuff. But kind of like just growing up was church most mm-hmm. of the time, right? Go to church. But some of the challenges is you 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 go to church and you see a lot of people that maybe have not truly, you know, identified as being Christians, but maybe not really giving their life to, to mm-hmm. Christ. And you can tell from the way they live, yeah, but they still can't claim to the Christian. And I think the same thing kind of coming to the U.S., the same thing, you know, it's, it's common. You see people go to church, they just say, I'm a Christian. Uh, but I think for me personally, when I came uh, to the U.S., uh, just being part of, uh, you know, a Christian uh, organization in college, or like I mentioned in Tavasti, you know, I re- it really helped me to form, to really deepen my relationship, mm-hmm. you know, got exposed to like, you know, small group, you know, Bible study, you know, and you know, studying the Bible. And uh, and for me, that's really something that, you know, it's here, you know, it's very common here. You get exposed to so many resources, mm. teaching, uh, if you look for it, right? You find all those things. And I mean, a Christian here is, you know, it's it's good, but sometimes also, like, for example, I mean, there's so many policies, too, that you, you want to be careful, even sometimes when, when you may, maybe at your work, if, you, if somebody is not bold or, you know, about their, you know, um, about their salvation, there are some things you even want to hide just because, you know, but back home, you know, almost everybody, especially in the South, they're like Christians, so nobody cares, mm-hmm. nobody's going to be offended because it's like that Christianity kind of shaped the view of everybody, sure. you know, so, but, you know, but that's, that's kind of like my experience. Yeah, here. yeah. So if I'm hearing that right, there, where you were in Nigeria, so the southern part is very Christian, uh, and so much that even policies and some of those kind of things are also kind of from a Christian point of view. And here, there's a little, even though there's a lot of uh, Christian influence, there's also a different kind of uh, uh, political correctness that we kind of have to use different terms and words different times. Yep. So yeah, so there's a there's a there's certainly a difference there. 
Well, I, I would just want to say that uh, how thankful that I am the, to have you a part of our church family. It is, uh, it is a joy for me. I love um, your family sits usually in the same spot uh, each week. And so I love uh, looking and seeing y'all worshiping and engaged in the service so often. And um, I remember uh, just a couple years ago when the little one was born and uh, y'all were out for, you know, the normal like couple months out. And, and it was like, I kept looking in your spot and like, okay, where are they at? When are they going to be back? And COVID. And yeah, COVID, COVID made it even last yeah. longer. And I was like, okay, I need this to, I need them back. <laughs> so, uh, so thankful to have y'all a part of our, our family. And uh, yeah, it is a joy to, to have y'all. Is there anything else y'all would like to add? Anything? It's okay if you don't. No? No, <laughs> no, no I, don't, I don't have anything, but I just want to say, you know, uh, you know, it's it's a really good church. Uh, <laughs> I tell you know I tell friends. I have a friend that actually you know we work together. He was looking for a church. I yeah. told him you know what he said. Yeah, you know he's from you know he's also international. You know and he said yeah he doesn't know about Baptist. I said I felt that way. Sure, but this is a different Baptist. Mm-hmm. You're gonna like it. He's been coming. He's part of our life group yeah. now. You know so it's just really I'll just say you know you know I think you know the church is doing a really great job. Just reaching out and just teaching, you know, teaching the word. Yeah. So, yeah. Amen. I would say something. I think the word, and that is what people need. So that's one thing I like about Colonial High, the word that will sustain you. Mm-hmm. It's not that you are just being camouflaged and you, are, you feel excited when you are at church and when you are home, you are done again. Mm-hmm. So, but the word that will sustain you that you need during your challenging time. Yep. It's been spoken. So I, I like that about Colonial High. And one thing is, I never feel like I'm not from the United States. Yeah. yeah. We belong. <laughs> I belong. Yeah. I have so many friends, and you see people hugging That's you. Right. Even before you greet them, they are greeting you. So it's, it's the, you can't say you are a stranger. Oh. So I feel like this is home. That is so good. It is home. It is your home, and we are so thankful for that. Well, uh, it is a good day, and I'm thankful for your influence and your uh, the, the ministry you have. Thanks for being on today. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Christ and All podcast. A new episode airs each Wednesday. So if this episode has been interesting to you, hit that subscribe button and share this on your favorite social media platform or directly with your friends and family. Thank you for listening.